You're this the Prince of the Nightlife, DJ Melly Mel. Now tuned into the biggest Chanel Simone, April B, Fluhead, Gruhead podcast. Are you dumb? NYC the ATL. Yeah, Brooklyn, what up? What's up, y'all? Y'all know what it is. It is the Flu Hair, Grew Hair podcast where, where worlds collide no matter where you reside. Ew. All right, I am your girl, April B, your favorite media maven. I just went. <laughs> Brooklyn baddies, Chanel Simone. Stop playing. Stop playing. And today, y'all, we got a really, 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 really big guest in the building. Hello. Is that a weight joke? No. No. Wait. That's a name. Oh, he oh, trying to be funny. No. No, he been no. started since he got it. Since like, he got it here. We got, are you the, ra- are you the real champagne poppy? <laughs> like. because I don't drink. So you the real, what type of poppy? We got poppy chulo. We got Southside Representative. We got Southside Representative in the building. Y'all, we got Big A Prado in the building. Let's give it up. Yes. Stop playing. First of all, when you when you were a guest on the show, stop playing. Period. Welcome. But Big A Prado, because he got on me, because I'm in New York, because I talk fast. So I'll be like, Big A Prado, you know what? But he said no. <laughs> that ain't nothing. Right, that ain't nothing. So Big A Prado, we got a game that we play. It's called First Class Versus Coach. Just yeah. like a woman starting off playing games. Oh, yeah, games. Yo, we do. And guess what? And we finish it, too. Okay, period. All right, so we got a big bottle of nothing here with some questions that we would like to ask you. Now, if it's something that you rocking with, uh-huh. it's first class. Right. Never something you like, I ain't really feeling it, uh-huh. it's coach. Right. But if you cannot decide, then the rule of the game is, is you have to take a shot. But with this one, he don't drink, y'all. He don't so. drink. Shout out to the people who don't drink. It's okay. Yeah. Well, we'll take well, a shot. But I got my primo Remo. Uh, <laughs> he's going to take the shot first. Uh, primo Remo should have said so because the bottle is <laughs> right. 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 So right. it's either he going to take a shot for him after we done or we'll, we'll take the shot. We'll keep score. We'll go. keep score and we'll take the shot We'll take the you. shot for you. All right. I always have a definite answer. All right. Okay. So okay. it's third class. So it's two, it's two options on the paper. It's going to be something versus something. You okay. tell us which one is first class and which one is coach. Okay, then. So why wouldn't I be able to decide? Let's figure it out. Though. All right, let's You'd go. Be surprised. Come, come on. Come on. Come on. Nope. I mean, not I the do. dice fan. You got to do all of them. All of them. <laughs> he said, "Is that a big joke?" What? What? <laughs> <laughs> like, he threw up our whole interview. Right? Signed versus independent. Okay, signed. Which one is first class? Which one You're is coach? How you? Both of these are circumstantial, so I'm gonna say sign first class, independent coach. Okay, and break break that down. For All right, so sign is first class if you got the right machine working behind you. Okay. Because okay. what sign does? Sign is takes you global. It takes you to superstar, megastar status. It could take you to the higher level, the way you could change generations of your family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Leave generational wealth. Boom. Independent is cool, but you know what I'm saying? You got to do way more work. We know that. And it's right. only so far you can get independently. Mm-hmm. But you can still become, you know what I'm saying, a, mo- a multi-millionaire right. yeah. independently as well. But, you know, whenever you go major, you more or less get put on different platforms that's unreachable sometimes as an independent artist. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. I, I, like, I like how he broke that down. Suave <laughs> <laughs> Independent. Right. Yeah. So, no, that, was a, that was a good breakdown. <laughs> All right, go ahead. 
Southside women versus Northeast and West women. Northside. Oh, shout out to them. Hey, y'all back at that. <laughs> Which one? Back Which one? Which one? Shit. I'm gonna oh, tell you like this. Southside. Tell them about Southside. Like who? I mean, where are we talking about? Okay, so Southside, we talking about College Park. We talking about you know Riverdale, Jonesboro, Morrow. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Clayton County. Clayco. You know what I'm saying? Two thirty one. Type type shit. You know what I'm saying? Stop Ridge, certain parts. So we got Southside women first class because. I'm gonna tell you why I say for a class on Southside women because it's a conglomerate of all the other women. Because a lot of people move from the city whenever they started gentrifying Atlanta and all that type shit. Everybody moved to the Southside. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was the rebuilding place for people to move. And so North, East, and West coach, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Mm -hmm. You know? They, you got, said, street. they got street when they on the Southside. Y'all said y'all East Side, y'all West Side, y'all North Side girls is coach. Okay. I don't like East Side girls, they, they fun. Hey, Always say like the East Side girls is like top notch. So what about the West Side? <laughs> like that. Though. What about the West Side girls? West Side girls, you know, it's two different types of West Side. I heard girls. they stab you. Yeah, they throw for sure. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you, it's two type of West Side girls in my opinion. Okay. So you got the you got the hood. They flat out at West Side is the Atlanta is the most Atlanta. Westside is historical black colleges. You got some of the, the the first projects in Atlanta on the west side, mm -hmm. so you still got them roots out there. Right. But then you also have the well-versed, cultured women out there. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of natural, you know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of Muslims out there, a lot of mm -hmm. said, bean pie sales going on out there. All so right. Shout out to you know them. what I'm saying? It's a lot of it's a lot of strong oils. With the arm like this. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> with that motherfucker. So so yeah, but but I say Southside for a class Okay. Okay. Let's go. I'm always go Southside. Southside. Talk about it. We got that from uh Robout Southside. Artist versus songwriter. Artist first class, songwriter, coach. Oh, you oh. said that. What real fast. Mean? Every time I'm say that. For real fast. Cause you you are a songwriter, right? Yeah, I'm a songwriter. He's both. Yeah. He's yeah. an artist, songwriter, and engineer. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean you that order, order too. And, ooh, period. We, and in that order, shout out to Mama D. And first of all, here, <laughs> here we're real journalists, okay? okay? You threw it like it was just like next <laughs> yeah, question. Yeah, good. Like being a songwriter cool, but you know what I'm saying? Whenever I whenever I gain accolades for the songs I wrote for somebody else is cool, but it's like that shit ain't for me. Mm. And it ain't like the artist that you really no 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 shade to no artist I've ever worked with, big or small. No shade. But at the end of the day, they are working towards their career for yeah. them to get better. So at the end of the day, a lot of the artists don't give a damn about the songwriter being an artist. They're like, nigga, do you write this shit for me? You and it's a hit, and nobody really yeah, think know. about the songwriter. Yeah, that's real. And you know, songwriters are the least paid out mm -hmm. of out of um, most of the workers. Right, in the yo, industry. I would have been tight. I wrote you a hit. You feel me? And, and I got two dollars. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. Like, but they trying to they trying to do do songwriters some justice now. Like as far as in getting paid sessions for signing so, uh, songwriters. They, and, I, I agree. Yeah, no, that's it's, real shit. Right. Cause you you really are occupying majority of your time writing for artists. Sometimes they don't even hear the shit you writing. Like mm -hmm. you can go into a writing cabin and write twenty songs in the, in a session with four different writers, just for the A and R to feel like, oh, that's not something I want to play for them. So we're not gonna even 
Uh, that's not what they're looking for. Like, you don't know what the fuck they're looking for until they say, that's I like that or that and what I don't like. I don't give a fuck if I write 200 for them folks. Them folks need to hear 200 songs. That's just how it is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But as an artist, you got the freedom to do what you want to do, and you get to see natural reactions to people loving what you do and your voice and your mm -hmm. delivery, you know what I'm saying? Your choice of production. So, you know, it's always songwriter over everything. All right. Okay. All right. Last one. Last one. I can spice on him, my heart. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you're food. This is southern food. Wait, you, I didn't even hear it. Wait, Panamanian food versus southern food. Not even a question. Panamanian food versus southern food. That ain't even a question. Not the sub team. Come on, you get, yeah. Come on. Panamanian food versus southern Panamanian food. Panamanian first class. I'm telling you. Every time. Panamanian first class. Southern food. You, you see how we switch it up? Coach. We can ask you about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you. Yeah, so I ask you a question. I ain't never been asked before. I appreciate that. And that's how we do it here on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Period. So, where you still getting the, the good Panamanian food? Yeah. Dukes. Dukes? Dukes. Dukes. I, I gotta put us, hold on, let no, me write mom, that down. Mom Dukes. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm like, Dukes? <laughs> Yo, that's no. embarrassing. That's embarrassing as fuck. But you know what I can't wait, I can't wait. <laughs> We're like, Dukes. Uh, what? What that? What I said? No. You know what I mean? Let me write that down. Like, Put me on. But you know what's funny? When we was... Thinking of because we always like to have these reactions here when we do, especially this game. Yeah, I said, I was like, Well, let's ask him some personal, you know, see that he Panamanian. I was like, Ask him about food because, first of all, you got the best of both worlds, and it's you know, yo, <laughs> you got the best of both worlds where you have the Caribbean culture and also yeah, like, southern like culture. southern culture. So, I yeah. said, Then I said, Yo, I bet you his mother should be cooking, cooking some food. What a god, sure. But I cook too, though. So, you know what I'm saying? When I cook, I I, I season my food very Panamanian. No, he cook? Yeah, it, sure. It's fire? Yeah, I didn't get that big for nothing. This shit was, this shit was self Nah, first of all, you told me you didn't get that big for nothing. You got Panamanian and the South? Yeah, yo, you. Nah, which one you cook better? Cook that one too, though. Which one you cook better? I mean, all my food is seasoned different. So, even when I make Southern food, it got a real Panamanian season to it. So it's like, yo, why I really want to try that? Girl, I'm over here like, yeah. no, I'm over here like, yeah. what do you live at? Air taste it. You, you, taste live, it. you live on the south, south side? side for yo, sure. come yo, on. Yo, we can come, we can come to the south side. Oh, Okay, now do you cook like as far as the homies come over or when you feel like it? When I feel like it. Mm -hmm. But do well, the homies come, come over? over? Oh, for sure. Them folk have a request. Okay, so, so when's the next time like, no. you feel like you're going to do that? I don't know. I'm about to be eating right for the food. No, 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 and when you call the homies over, you like, yo, what about them two girls? Chanel and April. Oh, now that you, you ain't forgot our name, so we better get a call. Yeah, you be like, you know what? Talking about, I'm about, about to, to eat right, right, but let me cook this. First of all, the Panamanian food, you are eating yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Somebody yeah. salad. But salad. I, that's what I would get into if y'all would have acted out just listen. Oh, oh sorry. sorry. <laughs> I was saying that I would be doing a lot of cooking, so that's 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 going to be a part of me eating right. So. Of, but don't, don't hold back. Yeah, because you want to add a little extra salade, okay? <laughs> like, we want a little arroz con pollo. Okay. Not the pollo. <laughs> Listen, you know, they, they cook the fish. The fish, oh, yeah. yeah. We With want all the, bo the bones still be in it? Yeah, for sure. No, they snapper. don't do fillets like nah, that. No, the snapper going no. crazy. Deuce, red snapper, oh, kingfish, all that rice. What? All right, so you want to hear what is live? 
Hey. Dukes might be on here. Dukes might be on here. What's up, my my Dixie? Beautiful sixty nine twenty seven. I love you. <laughs> well, you heard it here first, guy. We will be at your house eating really <laughs> good. Okay. Uh, and that's on period. Right, so that concludes the first class versus coach, guys. Yes, 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 yes. But you know what, April, for the sake, sake of it. it. Y'all gonna take four shots. None of them no, no. I wasn't unsure about nothing. No, you. the first one you was a little under. Let me think about it. No, Signed it or independent. Circumstantial. <laughs> circumstantial. Circumstantial, undecided, tiebreaker. All sounds the same when there's a, a drink involved. All right. All right, so let's get into the check-in part of Flew Here, Grew Here, where we talk about where you grew up, how that helped shape you into the person you are today. So talk about growing up on Southside Atlanta and really how growing up in the South, but really being influenced by Panamanian, Panamanian culture helped shape you. Um, <clears throat> well, it helped me become well-versed in life, you know what I'm saying? Just because you, you, you see in very cultural aspects of life in your household, but then you going outside to some country shit, and it's just like it just shows you like how people, ethics and morals are just really different because it's like, black people uh, go through certain stuff with their family. You be like, damn, my family would never go through that. Mm -hmm. And so you know, it just helped me gauge the world a little bit differently, and it helped me grow up quicker as well. Right, right, yeah. right. I feel you. So how did you discover that music was your art of choice? I really don't know how I discovered it. I just know I end up loving music. But both of my older brothers do music. Oslo Panama and Manolo Prado. Both of them do music. Um, Manolo don't do music as much anymore, but my oldest brother does. So I always loved hip-hop. You know what I'm okay. saying? All like, I love all genres of music, but every... I'm like a 16-lane like highway whenever it comes to the type of hip-hop I like and the type of music that I do when it comes to hip-hop. Mm -hmm. Because I grew up listening to everything, you know what I'm saying? From the, my elders listening to certain types of hip-hop to me being in tune with what's now. Mm -hmm. So I got you. Yeah. So do you incorporate your culture in your music? Like whether it's beats, lyrics, or... I don't, I don't, I don't think I do. That's crazy. I don't think I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sounds like you need a little butter. Oh, the song. <laughs> well, I did, I, the song that I wrote for J Lo was like a trap. Okay, we gonna get into that. Skipping ahead. It's just, um, the we still with you growing up in the South Side. Okay. Okay. Right. 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 What the fuck I'm here for? No, I seen one interview you did, I'm not gonna lie, and I was watching it. If I was y'all would have walked out, because it was a lot of like, yeah. Um I think I know the one you're talking about. I think it was the hip hop since nineteen eighty seven interview. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna say <laughs> that was a horrible interview. I was like, bro, this is shitty. No, I just, you know how like they don't have a question next, so it's like Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. I think what some people try to do is especially up and coming, it's like, oh well what else should we say? Not like Do your research. Yeah, do your research. Like Sure enough, as an artist, I ain't getting no, I ain't, I ain't having the most traction as an artist. I get that, but as a writer, I've accomplished some shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like when people hear, "Oh, you got an artist, independent artist coming in," it's like, "Oh, just another nigga that rap." And it's cool, but if you do your research, you're like, "Oh shit, that nigga really got some shit going." Yeah, you yeah. said we bought the water, we bought the game, we bought the cranberry juice, we bought the drinks. Y'all better stop playing. Anybody here mm. flew here, grew here podcast? They're a big deal. They're a big deal. Sorry. No pun on your weight, especially like because I just had how it, how it shaped you into the person you are. <laughs> 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 
Erica Michael. Why, 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 Yo, our cameraman ain't never laughed that hard before. <laughs> I was just about to say, especially someone agreeing to cook for us. Okay, yeah. we will never ever treat you wrong. No, first okay. of all, he gonna get that DM. So it's so, December. <laughs> what we doing? Yeah, what we Sorry, doing? stop playing with me. If you have like a Thanksgiving or something, you wanna? I got you. I got you. My mom loved to cook for people too, so I will. No, I will. Really we love y'all. to eat I think with he, people. He really think we playing. No, you thinking we playing? We will pull up. Like, yeah, I don't even follow. Oh, okay. Okay, no, well, we're about to do it now. Yeah, we're doing it. Uh, I got that. Do thing. All right, look. Okay, you Okay, so which came from listen? Great bars. Which came first, you being an artist or you starting to write for other people? Me being an artist. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what does that look like? Like, how do you go from, okay, I'm an artist, like I'm doing my thing in music. Mm, let me start going over here and see what I could give to other people. Um, it came from me engineering. So when I was um, in a group at a point in time, we went and did like open mics and shit. One of the judges at an open mic was the lead engineer for Block ENT. Okay, himself. yeah. So his name Tomcat. Shout out Tomcat. Um, and... He just ended up talk, getting on the mic talking about how they was looking for interns for uh, Block ENT. And my homegirl, Rashida, from Brooklyn as well. Shout out to Rashida from Brooklyn. She was Poppington. Rashida B. Right. But nah, um, it's April B. It is April B. Say that. <laughs> so um, I went and approached him after that. She went and approached him, honestly. And she's like, yo, big A, son. Oh, your brother said they're looking for interns and engineering and everything. Because I was already engineering at my own studio. Mm -hmm. So I decided to go highlight them. So when I went up there, you know, Block, <clears throat> he has this thing where he really want interns to do grunt work. Yeah. And I'm not with that shit. Oh, not oh. doing it. Not doing it. And I fuck with Block. I love Block, though. But I'm not doing it. And Tomcat understood that. So Tomcat used to be like, Whenever the other interns would leave, he'll call me into the studio and shit to just to sit alongside. So a lot of times he'll walk out and I'll end up engineering for people. So I remember I engineered for Big Gee one time and he just went off bragging to everybody about how good of an engineer I was and how fast I am and mm -hmm. everything. So after that, Block started booking me as a hired engineer and I started recording Young Jock and uh, Gorilla Zoe. And my first placement came from Gorilla Zoe because they had this thing where they would go in the studio and they would just go in the booth. Mm -hmm. So being whenever they in there thinking of trying to think of bars, my mind worked quicker than the average human. So I'm feeding them bars and they they taking them. Oh, okay. so okay. through that. So that's where your song was. My first okay. placement. And that's that's really how. What was what song was your what first was Gorilla Zoe? Yeah, what, what song? I got it. I got it. Was my first paid placement. Mm. Yeah, I got it. First of all, you yeah. You hearing what they saying, and you already but they ain't like, saying nothing. They be like, yeah, tight shit. Yeah. And you like, nigga, say, say we're so yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let me ask you a question before we move on, because you know, in today's like society of hip hop, everything is about who writes their own stuff or whose no. bars is real. Would they consider that them not writing for if you, they took your bars? Yeah, that's 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 exactly what it is, but it's. In today's culture, I ain't gonna lie, man. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. This is flu hair, grew hair. When we Hold talk on. about and it, the words a lotto. Put it on put the floor, okay? <laughs> Go ahead. I ain't gonna lie. A lot of labels ain't even signing artists that write their own music to an extent nowadays. It's, I it's can really believe crazy. it. It's I like know. it's like the way that they trying to water down the music, hip hop music mainly. It's crazy because first off, hip hop music is the only genre of music that you get frowned upon. For somebody writing your music for you, I mean, because right. the greatest R and B singers didn't write their own music. Luther, none of his songs was original. 
Yeah. None of them shits. No. If this one was mine, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you realize, like, yo, uh, Mary J. Blige. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson wrote some of his music, but at the end of the day, majority of his music, you know, that was Quincy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, bro. We have we're the only genre that 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 hold our nuts on people because they like oh yo if you didn't do it it's like it's like we try to be the alpha kingdom of the music world and it's like bro the greatest people to have ever done music didn't write that shit they but do you feel like because it's hip hop like and it was built off of being a sport yeah. of who can come up with the fastest bars because we really dissing each other over a beat mm-hmm. that's why it's looked at like that. To an extent, it's like that. That's a great New York outlook on it, but it's like, <laughs> okay. But but it's really like, cause you know what I'm saying. That's real though, cause the culture does is mm-hmm. from New York. But it's like, it is. It has always been competitive, yes. But then whenever it came in, became entertainment and mm-hmm. it became a way for you to feed your family, that's when you kind of take the sport out of it. And it's like, yo, let's just provide the world with good music that people can vibe to and label it hip hop to show them that the power black people have to 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 force or, or or shake the culture you know what i'm saying so whenever you look at the modern day artists you look at the the way that they try to shape our upcoming generations it's it's really slick shitty okay you know what i'm saying because subject matter and just mm-hmm. okay my subject matter and just um just everything that we're putting in in the children's minds are kind of just like it's kind of jaded Right, right. And <clears throat> I don't know, so it's just I don't I don't frown upon people getting getting music written for them. First off, because it, it pays me, and because shit, if you if you if you influenced by what's going on, and they say some hard shit, say that shit, man. Right, say it. So yeah, I know about to write for me. <laughs> but you gonna claim that? But you gonna claim he that? He pushes pain. So like we like we stated, so you worked with Corleray, J Lo, Ariana Grande. Yeah. Eric Bellinger, like the yeah. list goes on. The list go on just literally few. So how do you maintain your identity as an artist while writing for other people? Because I do um this chord came out these headphones. This cool. Let's go, let's go. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Okay. Let me tell you. So now we're down to a two seven. <laughs> not a three seven. <laughs> but I like to watch. So <laughs> So um <laughs> But um I, I maintain my identity because I like to do brief interviews with artists before I write for them. So, and I do a study of their music. So I know that the melodies that they may use may not be mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, when me and Koi was in and we was writing, if I even say some bars, like, nah, you should say it like this, she'll still put her own twist on it mm-hmm. and deliver it very Koi-ish. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And it worked out that way. So I just maintain my identity because my production not the same and none of that type of stuff. So I think it's pretty easy to do it. Mm-hmm. Talk about, like, writing for J-Lo, because people, okay, I'm not going to lie, I know J-Lo can either either be really big in people's eyes, or some people like, girl, you stole them songs, but she's still mm-hmm. an icon in her own right, sure. mm-hmm. so talk about that being something, writing for her, because I think you did the song with her and, like, Cardi and them, right? Yeah, and Kelly. And Kelly, yeah, so talk about that, like, what was that like, writing, getting a call, like, hey, come write for J-Lo, and, like, mm-hmm. how, did you, how did you set up the song to for her? I'm gonna tell you the truth. Oh, I like him. He tells the truth. The truth shall set you free. Yeah. <laughs> my truth kind of disappoints. My truth disappointing for y'all like a motherfucker though. Uh-oh. I appreciate the build up though. <laughs> yeah, we always want to know y'all have my back. I was like, 
appreciate okay. the build up. But I didn't write the shit for J Lo. It was me, Scooty, and Danny Lay on FaceTime at three in the morning. Danny Lay. Danny yes. Lay. I heard you. I heard. No, I'm saying like her name is starting to really come up now. People are really starting to give her her props for. Yeah. So the song was originally for Danny. Okay. Yeah. So they called me. It was three a.m. here, so it was twelve a.m. in Cali. Mm -hmm. So they called me. I'm in bed. I know they called me on FaceTime. Like, hey, we're working on this this trap sauce joint. What you so they just call you, like, because they, they need a Panamanian. Well, if they song. say, we called you, you better wake up. <laughs> like, what if you was dead asleep, knocked out, then what, you off the song? I'm, I, I tell people like this. I keep my ring on at night, and I have the most obnoxiously loud ring <laughs> on my phone <laughs> because I never want to miss money. Money, yeah. So I keep my ring on. I don't give a damn if my girl next to me, any of that. I'm I'm keeping that ring on. Mm -hmm. Any Anybody next to me, I don't care. Nephew, two-year-old could be there. Sorry, you don't have to cry tonight. <laughs> so, so, so when they call me, I'ma answer. I'ma act awake and everything. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, what's up, y'all? What's up, boy? <laughs> so you know, what I'm saying we they they had something for it at first, and I'm like, nah, I'm make it more repetitive. And then we just ended up writing it together. Danny was in the booth, as I said, bar. She would lay him, and that's how everything came together. And then like two weeks later. My homie Tommy Brown, who is a huge producer, shout out to him. He's who I'm signed to, Champagne Therapy Music Group. He hit me like, bro, you'll never guess who won the song. And I'm like, who? He was like, nigga, J-Lo. I was like, all right, that's hard. That's what's up. But then he called me like a week later and plays me J-Lo's vocals. I'm like, oh, nigga, this is a real thing. Mm -hmm. And she's excited about the song. And then like months later, this is when Cardi was pregnant. Months later, he hit me with the, um, nigga, you'll never guess who hopped on this shit. And he played Cardi verse, and he was like, "Yeah, Khaled want to get on it too. He from Pittsburgh, so you know he talked. Yeah, Khaled want to get on it too. That's crazy. <laughs> so then it just came, came. in March seventeenth, I mean May, is it May seventeenth, twenty seventeen? Oh, I forget what it was, but it's all dropped. That's that was that after that. It was they called the Panamanian <laughs> trap star, and now they got a hit. Feel yeah, me? That's that. That's dope. That's hard. That is hard. Like. Just to see the evolution and how a song can either be so, you know, like, yeah. oh, well, next time to, yo, J-Lo wants yeah. your song. Like, that's amazing. That's crazy. That's crazy. Crazy. Shout out to the people that actually make song placements happen. It's a real thing. A lot of A&Rs don't be doing their fucking job. <laughs> That's why I'm trying to get into business. April B A and R coming to you soon. Coming. All right. So now we live in a day and age right now where like everybody's opinion seems to like seems to matter, right? We got social media. You see the comments. We got bloggers. We got podcasters jumping on saying what songs they hate, which albums they hate. So how do you deal with criticism with your art? I don't. I don't deal with it. I make I make music that feel good to me. Like Remo, he's like the. My cousin, he's one of the main people that's always like, nah, I don't think you should. I'm like, boy, fuck you. I, ain't, mm -hmm. I don't care nothing And then eventually he ended up, all right, I'll trip it at first. Big. It's all right. So it's okay. Criti criticism don't matter to me because at the end of the day, there's 7 billion people in this world. I know 2 million to love what I do. I just have to get in the right places and mm -hmm. have the right people around me to help me reach that 2 million. All right, okay. All right, all right. I feel you. So who are some people you would like to work with? And it could be local, megastar. Yeah. Like, who's somebody you would like to work with? I got a list. All right, well, give us, like, the top three. Shit. That's trash. Three is trash. Okay, five. Side up. Side up. Side up. Of course, I want... I, well, my one of my top ones to work with is Pharrell. Okay. 
3K. Okay. I worked with Tip. He was on my he was on my list, but I worked with Tip already. Mm -hmm. okay. mm, Jay, of course. Okay. I don't want to work with Jay. I want to work with uh, Blueprint Graduation. Yay. Okay. Hopefully. Who's my fifth one? He come back. I'm just saying. Hopefully. Wait, 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 all of them are men. Is there yeah. any women you would like to work with? I wanted to work with Coyle Ray. I said it in the interview years ago. I want to work with Coyle Ray. And two years later, it happened. Or a year later, it happened. Okay, well, who's okay, that? So who's, 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 who's another woman? And it got to be a woman. It got to be a woman? Yeah. It's two of them. Okay, okay. give us both. Because you ain't for the all men this category. Chanel and April B. Ah! Yo, yeah! I'm just playing. You but mad. <laughs> you mad. And I got bars for days. No, first of all, that's why I stopped. I said, ah. wait, I felt it was I'm coming. Looking, man. First of all. But nah, who is a female, though? Who hard? Oh, the fact that you have to think about this. Yes, Lotto. I was just about to say, what about Southside yeah, representing Lotto? Lotto? Shout out, shout out, Lotto. Lotto hard. All right, and one Babe. more. You said there was. Come on, we need one more woman because you gave us like five men. It don't gotta be a rapper either. It could be a singer. Yeah. Oh shit. Um. Damn, I would want to work with Cardi though. I thought you. Were, so you didn't work. Okay, so me, we can say I already work with her. Okay. But damn, who is a female? Damn, that's a good question. Not even a singer. I'm a singer. Yeah, give me a give singer. Give us a singer. I love one, me too. Yeah. Right. Come on, like give us some love. You make it seem like women ain't really out here doing nothing. Give up. Give up. Oh man. I don't want to say Beyonce. Of course I want to say Beyonce. But in reality. If I had the opportunity to work with a female, damn, a female artist. What about like Coco Jones or somebody? I was just, I've been listening to her on repeat all day, just I see you. But um, Coco hard, but she ain't, she ain't, she probably ain't my first choice. Okay. Because in reality, man, it's like people like Whitney, I would want to work with for real, but as a modern day person, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, I'm saying. I, I, I hate to do such cliche answer for you, but. That's a real well, thing. Well, next time, go home, see what R&B singers you really want to work with. What about her? Or oh, her. Ooh, say mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm. Her so hard. Best her. Hard. What about Ari Lennox, Jasmine Sullivan, like? Jasmine Sullivan, hard. Everybody you name it is hard. Jasmine and her will be top two, though. Okay. Okay. I'm her. I'm her. See? Her. I'm Would you want to work with Megan? The Stallion? No, Megan Kane. Megan Trainer. I'm in the pop world. Stop playing. Oh, that's fast. Yeah, kill you. Put her in the car. Shout out to Megan Trainer. Yeah, I work with Megan. All right. So, can you share a memorable behind the scene moment with within a recording like session, or it could be someone that you work with, like you said, how Danny Lay hopped on. So, tell us a memorable time where you work in. And you like, yo, I can't believe this is going on. I can't show my experiences. I like mean, that. don't say no name. Just okay, make make it a long story short. Like, hey That's the least you can do. That's the least you could do with uh <laughs> knocking out yeah. power out. <laughs> so just say hey she I was tight a little bit too. That's what right. I did. That's what I was like, nah, that's, that's the clearest one. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the least you could do is give us like it don't even gotta be no like 
in depth. Yeah. That's a wild story. We don't, okay, we don't need the wildest story. Just something that you wouldn't mind being put on the shade room. And you don't have to say no names. I ain't saying no names. No okay. Names. <sighs> and we talking about what now? Just give us your most memorable studio session. Bernie back laughs. I really don't know. I can't think of it right now. Yo, you talk, yo. You're my favorite turd. I wouldn't shoot you. I'm telling you the truth. I can't think about it. There was nothing that happened. Just a little quick little one too. Like, yo, we was there and the baby popped out like wow. I was like, oh <laughs> something. Oh, he thinking. Yo, he, yeah, I am thinking. No, no, dead ass. He was looking. I was like, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, nigga gonna look at a blank space. space. <laughs> you want me to go? <laughs> Like, nah, I can't think of nothing for real. If, I, if, it, if it comes back to me, I got you. Okay, what if it's not a wild moment? What if it's just something that happened in the studio that you couldn't believe? Like, a certain artist came in or something. You was like... Oh, when I was in the studio with Missy Elliott. That's dope. That's a moment. Yeah. Oh, what you want you to be like when the girls busted wide open yeah. in there? Look at y'all two females from Brooklyn. Yeah, that's what y'all want to hear. No, no. We really want okay, to... So can you talk about... <laughs> Talk about that. Talk about that. No, it was just dope. It was it was when Quillaray was out here and um we was working at a studio and Missy would, and I pulled up to the studio and Missy was just in there dropping jewels. That's dope. And it was just it was really a all moment for me. Shout out to Quill for letting me be a part of that. It was really a all moment for me, like just like damn. Like just hearing her talk about how she working, you know the stories that people tell. Like that should be hard. Mm-hmm. That should be inspirational in the motherfucker. It make you never stop doing what you're doing and never stop loving what you love. You know that one thing I always preach to people anyway, bro. If you love it, do it. Mm. Don't stop because you think oh the the world looks at this and they're frowned upon this. Do what you love, and then eventually you're gonna love what you do. Mm-hmm. That's a bar. That's a bar. That was an exclamation point. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know. I was like, <laughs> period. Okay, since you're a truth teller, you can't lie. I'm a millionaire. Um, he's a millionaire. Shout out so to the millionaires. Um, okay, and since money don't mean shit if you ain't being real with yourself. Oh, period. Come on now. Right now. Somebody gonna take that right now and lay that in the studio. <laughs> okay, well, since we're celebrating 50 years of hip hop, and be honest, how do you feel about the South's legacy in hip hop? I would just talk about Atlanta. We talk about the South. Period. Uh, we can talk about Atlanta or the South, whichever one. Oh, the South. Period. It it hard. The, the South legacy is crazy because, like I said, I got older brothers, so I know about music that people in my bracket usually don't know about. But you mm-hmm. got like Ghetto Boys. Mm-hmm. You got Original Three Six Mafia. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you got people that was really. Spitting that shit, UGK, riding dirty UGK. Mm-hmm. Not not international players, UGK. We got original eight ball MJG Tila, the whole Suave House. You know, so the, the South Legacy is hard. All the Miami bass music from '69 boys to the So So Deaf bass all stars, like all that shit. The Kilo Ali's, like mm-hmm. man, South Legacy is beautiful. Okay, now what about Atlanta? Atlanta's legacy is it's a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Because at a point in time, we had 
we had we had purpose. We had soul food coming out of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Eventually that shit started turning to fast food a little bit, but then at the end of the day you still got artists from Atlanta that's giving you that soul food that you got to let sit on your stomach and you gonna be goddamn sluggish because you gotta eat it and you gotta digest it and really break down them bars and folks giving you. But that ain't what they put at the forefront. Mm. You know, at the forefront is the bullshit. Yeah. To an extent. Not everybody, because you got people like J.I.D. that's still winning from Shout Atlanta. Out to Earth, J.I.D., Gang. Yes. Earth Gang still winning from Atlanta. That's that's spitting something with some purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You did. So I think the South the, the Atlanta's legacy is it's 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 hit and miss sometimes. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, that concludes our check-in. Yes. Yes, sir. So before you go, we're gonna have another segment real quick, and it's called baggage claim. Now, as an up-and-coming artist, what is your pet peeve about the generational gap in music right now? Like, what is something that's just like, ugh, please make it stop? Now, you would, you would usually think that it's the younger niggas that you would have a problem with, but it's mm-hmm. the older niggas that don't want to just give respect to where music is going. Like, that's my biggest pet peeve. Right I never now. had nobody flipped it. That's okay. So yeah, like I why, figured that's what I'm people doing. people be like old and angry, and it's like, bro, why you old and angry? Like, relax, <laughs> Especially bro. for something you already made your money from, like, like no, nah, but you. But can now still, the older ones still trying to come out with the young ones, and nah, it ain't but, working. But you can though. That's the crazy part because at the end of the day, bro. I'm sorry, but at the end of the day, <laughs> the elder people, the older people. In any community is who influences the younger people. Mm-hmm. All the slang come from old people in Atlanta. Yeah, like if you really just know, like thirty and over make all the slang in Atlanta. The young folks just take it and abuse it. Like you know what I'm saying? Like the old folks will say it, and then the young folks will play it. So it's like mm-hmm. that's just how it go. So I just feel like sometimes the older people are looking at, yo, these young folks messing up the, the music. And it's like, bro, just let them, they having fun, bro. When Humpty Dumpty and Vanilla Ice came out and MC Hammer, you couldn't take them folks seriously, bro. But they were still big and they still pushed the culture forward. So it's like, bro, just let people, people people's creativity is not something that you can determine for the world to like. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I say. Like the older people just kind of, be upset with the younger people. But you know what? Now that he said that, because we would look at Humpty Dumpty and stuff like, yo, that's a legend. That thing, but back but then it was like... But that shit for real. You go back to like... Girl, Vanilla Ice came out and was like... Yeah, they were... Dum, 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 dum. And now look at us. All right, you know stop. Collaborate and listen. <laughs> it still was trash. It was, but... <laughs> All right. Well, that concludes this episode of the Fluid Agreement Podcast with Big Damn. A Prado. Y'all ain't get too messy. I appreciate that. Oh, oh but we can. I mean, I thought I thought y'all were okay, well, here's y'all another, women. Y'all here's, women. Here's I thought another, y'all were asking about some women. Well, here, here's a question for you, right? Y'all ain't got no baggage for claim. That. Well, baggage claim is t- typically the it could go either way, business or messy. Okay. We try to be messy. So here's a question for you. Business, get a look. Nah. What is a t- what is your toxic trait? What is your, your toxic, toxic trait? trait? Not Knowing how to talk to women. What? Knowing how to talk to women. <laughs> Explain now, this, that's toxic. Like, that's toxic. What, what they say? No need to ask. He's a smooth operator. Sure. That's that's my toxic trait. Is just knowing how to. You see how quick I am with my comebacks with y'all. He did. Like we talking about ass. Yeah. See, I'm saying you. It's like a shame. It's like it's like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like a confident woman to be with me because I'm a naturally just talk. I get it from my dad. Like my dad is. How many kids you have? Only two. Oh, okay. Only two. All right. You and my oldest is in such love with his Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, two. How many kids you got? None. 
Oh, okay. Like How many women you dating? One. Mm-hmm. Okay. Y'all locked yeah. in or is it? Or is it a switch up? <laughs> so if we come to each, you gonna be Monday? Like, no. Cause I don't got time. Come on. I just want my plate. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, he gonna you gonna bring those? Talk to No, nah, for real. Like, but but that's my toxic trait though. I do know how to talk to women and at the same time my toxic trait is I'ma let you know what it is from the from the gate. I'm not here to play no games, I'm not here to lead your own, I'm not here to do none of that. You gonna know exactly what I want. And what I look at you as. Oh. That's that. And sometimes I think that that's toxic because women like, oh, I'm like, don't gotta keep it that real with me. But <laughs> no, I, that's facts. Women's real with me. They now we do want honesty, but when we get that honesty, it's, it's like, like, wait a minute. So you just telling me you? So really, yeah, that's, that's it? it. Really, really. That's so it. you sleeping with her? You told me to tell you, well, but why did you the tell Spanish me? Accent, though, <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, no, really, Steven? No, that was Spanish? Yeah, that was, was like, really, really, you like, know, that, was me, that was me crying. <laughs> that was me crying in New York. Really, you Steven? You went white man, can't jump. What's that, man? Oh, oh, damn. She really, Steven? Steven? Yeah. Really? Oh, I didn't even know I was Spanish, but you know what it is? When somebody I didn't come even know I was Spanish. No, I'm over here crying That's in New York. Bomb. Really, What's Steven? Oh, really? It's something about somebody who come from somewhere with a little accent that you're nah, trying to mimic. When I do overly talk like my New York accent, it does get a little Washington Heights in there. Right, a little ahead. Bushwick. Let me hear it. No, like why? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we no for real. Uh, <laughs> What's your toxic trait? Ooh. Oh, okay. okay. that was that's a Make sure. Nah, <laughs> don't cut the camera, Miguel. Yeah, because I'm being paid by the hour. So, so it's not the door. Yes. Tell them where they can follow you, Big yeah, A Prada. At Big A Prado. No, Prado. I said Big A Prado. Prado. Oh, Prado. Yeah, Big A Prado. Follow me at Big A Prado. B I G A P R A D O. B I G A P O. P-P-A, no, no info, info for the DEA, I'm agent mad because I'm flagrant. Oh, okay. Can we like Big and Prado? <laughs> you are, this is a ghetto. You know where the bottom of I'm two cups on that. Don't play. You know what I mean? Brooklyn baddie Chanel Simone. You can follow me on all social media platforms at I am Chanel Simone. And don't forget to follow me, your favorite media maven, at it's April B underscore underscore. And don't forget to follow the Flu Here Crew Here podcast. That's F H G H podcast on all social media platforms. And we drop new episodes every Wednesday at 8 p.m. So stay tuned to the next time. We'll see you. Peace. Peace.